Hey, are you a business owner, entrepreneur, or professional? If so, we want you to apply to be a featured guest on our show. My name is Adam Torres, and I host the Mission Matters series of podcasts. I've recorded over 3,000 episodes, and we are just getting started. How do you know if you'd be a good guest to be on the show? Well, only one way to find out, and that's to apply, but I'm going to let you in on a little secret. We want guests that have a story to tell, guests with a brand, a product, or a service that can benefit my audience of listeners. If this sounds like you, go to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. I'd love to talk to you and get to know more about your story. Again, head on over to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. All right, now let's get into the show. Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Mission Matters. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Anthony Milewski on the line, and he is chairman over at Nickel 28. Anthony, welcome to the show. Adam, thanks a lot for having me. I look forward to uh, catching up today. Uh, I'm excited too. So to, to uh, we're gonna we'll talk today about decarbonization and uh, and kind of some of the things that are surrounding that topic, and maybe even some things that investors should consider. Um, and just to get us kicked off, uh, let's start with our mission matters question. So Anthony, we at Mission Matters we amplify stories for entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. So that's our mission. Anthony, what mission matters to you? Mission, in terms of what mission matters to me, uh, I believe that we are at a critical moment here uh, for the earth, and I believe that uh, we need to use the time, energy, resources we have to help decarbonize and to make money while we're doing it. And so my mission is to make money while helping to save the earth. Man, that's great. Uh, great mission. Love bringing mission-based entrepreneurs and, and uh, businesses on the show to showcase to my audience. And maybe let's just start with uh, with the overall topic. So, so decarbonization. I mean, tell us a little bit for the for the people that are listening, the investors that are listening. Tell us a little bit more about why why this is important, other than the fact that we're all on planet Earth, right? <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, like it's critical because you know you can't hardly open up the Wall Street Journal or the New York Times and and not read about a company talking about um, going carbon neutral and reducing their carbon footprint. And that can kind of mean one of two things. It could mean they're changing the process by which they make a widget, or it could mean they're doing something called nature-based solution credits. In other words, they're buying carbon credits in the markets uh, on projects that um, are reforesting or or doing some sort of environmental uh, upkeep to create a carbon credit to offset their footprint. And so, really, decarbonization in today's world is about offsetting a carbon footprint. And what I like and what I'm interested in is doing that through nature-based solutions, in other words, by restoring the environment to offset your carbon footprint. Mm. Can you give me an example of maybe like how one of the, these deals look like? I'm just curious because I've never um, – this is – I mean, I've done over 4,000 interviews, and I think you're the first person that we've taught – we've had a whole show about decarbonization. Like, what does a deal like this look like? Yeah, so so quick overview. There's a regulated market, which is you know in California and Europe, you're a regulated company, and you have to buy credits effectively from a regulator. That's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about 
is a situation where you're Delta and you just volunteer and say, I'm going to offset my carbon footprint. And you have to go and buy credits to do that. And so where those credits come from are, for instance, um, a stand of timber that's old growth, that's in danger, that's going to be cut down. Maybe that's preserved from being cut down. And so those trees are each stores of carbon. And so in a sense, you have a footprint or a credit that you can write on that. In other situations, you're restoring ecosystems through planting plants. Uh, you know, there's certain things you can do to the ocean. And so natural living trees uh, and other plants are all stores of carbon. And what you're doing in these projects is in some way you're enhancing the environment and preserving these natural stores of carbon and then writing a credit off of it. And so the projects themselves are really interesting because you're always doing good. Like the very nature of the thing is you're preserving the environment. But as an investor, you say, well, okay, fine, that's nice. What, what does it matter? Well, why it matters is because such a huge number of companies globally, literally almost all the companies on the S&P are all putting targets out there. And those targets need to have credits. And those credits need to be produced. And so you know, the value of those credits has already gone up dramatically in the last year. Regulated carbon is trading at all-time highs. But in order to meet those goals, you're going to see carbon trade, you know, maybe as much as 10 or 20 times what it's trading at today. And so it's really exciting um, for anyone who's thinking about, one, doing something great for the environment, but two, speculating on that change and making money at the same time. And so it's a really unique situation where you can feel good about your investment because you're making money and you're helping the earth. Wow. So you're you're literally um, investing in helping the earth while making money. So it's like win, 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 right? Yeah, I mean, it's great. It's amazing. It's the most interesting thing I've done in a long time. I mean, I spent my career investing in commodities. And, you know, there are other great commodities like copper, which helps with um, electrification, and, and nickel, which goes into the batteries of, and lithium, which goes into the batteries um, that power electric vehicles. And those are all great. But ultimately, um, and, and I'm a big proponent of mining, because everything you see in the room you're sitting in is either mined or grown. But ultimately, like, you know, there are negative consequences of digging a hole in the ground, no matter how careful you are. But we all have said that we're prepared to accept those consequences to live a modern life. But that's in contrast to the carbon markets, in particular, the nature-based carbon markets, where the very nature of the thing you're doing is restoring the environment to have that newly restored environment capture carbon. So it's this kind of amazing thing. So in terms of investing in it, you know, there's a few different ways. Obviously, you can invest directly into these restoration projects. I don't know, you know, I think that's a challenge um, because the lead and lag time is long. There are other ways. Uh, there's a company that a friend of mine runs who's going public called Carbon Streaming Corp, Justin Cochran. You know, they're actually in the business of voluntary credits, buying them, selling them, um, investing in these restoration projects. That's a really interesting project. And then, of course, it might surprise most of your listeners to know that uh, and I'll even ask you, do you know how um, Tesla has made the majority of the money it's made? Do you have any idea? No, no. By selling carbon credits. People don't realize that. They're, they've only been profitable because of carbon credits. So, you know, you can also um, buy regulated credits, which, as I say, I've traded at or near all-time highs. Um, that's a little bit more challenging uh, just, you know, in terms of how you do it. There's an ETF out there, carbon. I think there's a second ETF being launched. So there are a variety of ways to play it. I personally prefer, um, you know, a company like the one that I was talking about, Carbon Streaming with Justin Cochran, uh, simply because they're actually involved in nature-based solutions, in other words, restoring the environment, whereas I think the ETF is primarily focused on the regulated markets, which there's nothing wrong with that, but that is not necessarily as restorative. So it's a really interesting landscape, and it's going to continue to evolve. 
as more and more companies um, seek to enter. And I'm going to give you another example. Uh, Goldman Sachs and Apple, probably been three weeks or four weeks now, launched a fund, and Apple is now running a $300 million fund solely to go out and buy forests to offset their footprint. So, you know, no matter what your interest is in terms of investing, because everyone needs to find their sweet spot, decarbonization and this theme is going to impact every single sector, whether it's tech, whether it's, you know, you pick the industry and it's going to impact it. And so I think an interesting way to play that then is to be looking at the carbon credits and the carbon markets and, and understand that that market. And that's awesome. So tell us a little bit more about what you're doing over at Nickel 28. Yeah, so Nickel 28 is a vehicle I'm the chairman of. And, and you know, I spent a lot of my time sort of venture investing and, and, and investing in a bunch of different companies. But Nickel 28 in particular, where I chair that company, you know, we are the largest producer of MHP in the world. MHP is the nickel that goes directly into electric vehicle batteries. And, you know, our, our mission uh, is really to produce the highest grade MHP that we can in order to continue to supply the electric vehicle revolution. And so, you know, everything I invest in, whether it's this or whether it's copper or carbon credits, you know, it's all about trying to, to do more with less and to be involved in these commodities that are helping to decarbonize and electrify the world and hopefully, you know, get ahead of, of some of the scary things that are happening around climate change and things that we don't really understand. I mean, we don't know for sure what we've done and haven't done, but it's trying to be there and help that change and make money at the same time. And, and I think that's a really big departure from the last 20 years where a lot of NGOs have been there. People supported them. They've struggled to raise money. And they've been trying to do the right thing. And what I'm saying is, guys, like, let's take a different approach. Let's use capitalism. Let's use capital markets to try to make money while funding um, ideas, projects, commodities that are going to actually help us achieve, um, you know, a carbon, a carbon zero world and, and at the same time help to restore the environment. So that's my idea. That's my concept. And that's really what I spend my time trying to do. That's awesome. So, so Anthony, what excites you going into, you know, we're um, middle of 2021 recording this. Um, we'll be in 20, we'll blink and we'll be in 2022. What excites you right now? Well, it could be in the market, it could be otherwise. You know, I, I, it's not to reiterate it, but it's just this dramatic change. It's a, you know, a change that is around the world with governments interested in um, Green New Deals globally. And, you know, I think governments are confused by all the money printing and they're continuing to do it. They're not sure what the right thing to do is, but what they are doing is directing it towards these energy transitions globally. And so I just believe that not even just in the U.S. and in Europe, but in China as well, um, this money and this liquidity flow is going into these themes around the environment because you know, it doesn't matter whether you live in communism or capitalism or socialism, constituents are there and people care about breathing clean air. And this wave of liquidity for maybe the first time in history is going to completely upend and transform uh, the way we look at our environment, the way we invest in it. And so anything that touches that, and there are some interesting AI projects out there like Free Minerva, um, I think they're public in Canada, you know, copper, nickel, carbon credits, all these things are going to be really interesting because of that overlay, that macro overlay, and the liquidity and money printing that's underway. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, Anthony, uh, I'll tell you, it's been uh, great having you on the show today. And uh, I learned a lot about decarbonization, um, voluntary, the voluntary carbon markets. I mean, um, 
Tesla, come on, man, you, you taught, taught, gave a master class on, on, on how this works today in a, in a very short, bite-sized amount of time. So thank you for that. If somebody's watching this right now, Anthony, or listening to this, um, what, what's the best way for them to connect with you and your team or follow up, learn more about Nickel 28 or yeah, Twitter, work overall? Twitter, yeah, Twitter is best. You can get me at Twitter, Anthony Maluski. It's A underscore Maluski. Um, you can follow me there, DM me if you have a question. Always happy to, to chat. Fantastic. Well, uh, thank you, Anthony, again, for coming on the show. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. Hope you learned a lot. If you did, don't forget, hit that subscribe button. We definitely want you to be a return uh, listener and visitor. And Anthony, thank you again for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Adam.